You want to talk Padres? Lucky for you, we're doing exactly that. This is Padres Social Hour from the AMR studio inside Petco Park. Welcome back to Padres Social Hour as the Padres get set for game two against the Mets. We're back here in the AMR studio, and I'm being joined now on the Cholula hot seat by one of the hottest hitters the Padres have to offer recently, Brett Wallace. What's going on? Not too much. How are you doing? Doing pretty well. Uh, you're getting some starts at third base. You've been raking it lately. It's uh, five hits your last three games. You're slugging like almost 1,000 over the last week. Uh, how's, the, how's the bat feeling? Obviously, it's looking pretty good. Yeah, definitely. It feels good. I think anytime you know you get a chance to start a few games in a row and kind of get in that rhythm, uh, coming to the field, you know you're going to have multiple at bats, so it's always fun and it's uh, it's been a good situation for me to kind of get rolling. Yeah, talk to me about that because you in spring training you were guaranteed a spot on the roster. A, that must have felt pretty good, but B, it was more in that pinch hitting role, and then all of a sudden you get because of injuries thrust back into an everyday position. Now, how hard is that mentally for you to go from preparing for one to the other? Uh, it's not too hard, honestly. I think my job. It, obviously, it's to be a pinch hitter, but in the same sense, it's to be ready whenever called upon. So for me, it's been, you know, I'm always every day I'm coming to the field ready to play, whether that means start or pinch hit in a, in a big opportunity. So, uh, you know, I'm always studying the starters anyways, and I'm ready to go. And so they do a good job communicating what you're going to do. And it's just a matter of uh, kind of having a game plan throughout multiple at-bats and making sure that, you know, you have that mentality that you're ready to go from the first pitch. So does the daily routine change at all? from one uh, to the other? It doesn't really change much. Usually when I pinch hit, I do my same normal routine, and then I'll just do it again uh, for the game. So I'll come back in early, like in the second or third, and I'll you know hit off the tee again and kind of go through that same kind of prep work. Um, and then when I start, I do the same daily routine, and then I just don't have to kind of ramp it back up mid-game. Right. So now that you're doing this you know, every day now at, at third and you're in the heart of the lineup, what is it about seeing multiple at-bats? Is it your comfort in the box, or is it seeing a pitcher multiple times? What helps you specifically when you get more A-Bs? Uh, I think it's kind of a combination of the two. Seeing a pitcher more than once is obviously uh, ideal because you can, you know, you learn things. You can watch their video, but when you're actually in there, you see the way certain pitches are breaking that day and get into a rhythm off of them. But uh, I think also you build at-bats at-bats. So sometimes, you know, if you have one at-bat, you see the pitch well, but maybe, you know, you just miss it or something. And then there's little keys that you can kind of use to build every at-bat. And so having the chance to have two, three, four at-bats in a game, you can kind of take all those things and just keep building forward, and uh, anything you can pick up like that is always going to kind of create a comfortable feeling for yourself. You can go in opposite field a lot, too, in this <laughs> nice little stretch. That's usually a sign that a hitter is pretty locked in. Is that something you've been working on intentionally? Uh, it's not something like specifically where I'm like, oh, I want to drive the ball the other way, but uh, it's something that we kind of preach as a team that we're going to try to take what they give us. We're not going to try to be greedy and you know pull pitches if they're away because that's when you get in trouble. Um, but we definitely want to stay through pitches, drive the ball the other way, and uh, kind of you know attack whatever we're going to get. And uh, that's just something that we've preached from day one. And I think it's something that, when, like you said, when you're going well, that's that's where you want to be. You want to stay through the middle of the field, use the big part of the field. I've got to ask you about the game last night. You're there at third base, seeing Colin Ray go through the <laughs> no-no. Um, what's Obviously, historically in baseball, you don't talk to the pitcher in the dugout when he's got that going on. You kind of leave him alone. Is that still what's happening? Uh, I mean, I we all kind of know bit, it at this point, Yeah, right? I think it's a little bit like that, but I think it's honestly as the game's kind of evolved a little bit, you know, guys obviously know, so we're, you know, you're not maybe messing with them too much. But in the same sense, Colin's a really kind of level-headed kid, and he's not he's not too caught up in that. Um, so I think guys are still having fun with him still. You know, he got a big hit and knocked in a run, so guys are still having fun messing around with him. Um, but it was definitely exciting to be out there, and I think you could kind of tell in the clubhouse and 
um, you know, out on the field, that vibe that everyone knew something special was kind of going on. Yeah, even up in the press box for us, the people in the crowd, it's that thing, do you talk about it, do you not talk about it? It's like, you know, come on, guys. The, yeah, for me, I, it's, you can't jinx it. But Yeah, I'm not a big believer in the whole jinx thing, but in the same sense, I never, like, went up to him and talked to him specifically <laughs> about that. But, we, you know, we are trying to put up more runs for him, make sure we got the win. So uh, I think you just get caught up in competing and, and worry about those things at the end. I like that. You're not a believer in the jinx, but you're not going to be the guy <laughs> to jinx it either. Right, so I mean, it's I nice. don't want that on me. All right, exactly. Uh, you're at third base. That's new almost pretty much for you this year, right? You had a couple games there in the past organizationally, but – being there a lot, how's that coming along for you defensively? It's coming along. I think it's a process. You know, uh, coming into the year with Soli at third, uh, that didn't seem like there'd be a lot of opportunity to play there. Um, you know, he established himself last year, so um, it's it's every day going out, taking early work, seeing more balls off the bat, and then every game you kind of get that comfort level a little bit more and more. And uh, it's just something that we're going to continue to work on, and you know, I'll be ready whenever they need me there. That makes you very versatile and even more valuable, I think, being able to play both corners of the infield. Uh, Got to ask you, and we'll let you go here in a bit, Brett. People on Twitter have a lot of fun as I follow through <laughs> the games. You're very, let's say, level-headed on the field, not too much emotion. You don't really – like the smile that we see here, you don't even see that too much on the field. What's, what's your mentality like when you're in between the lines? Uh, when I'm on the field, I'm just pretty focused on a task. You know, like people always give me uh, some grief about, like, if I hit a home run and stuff, that I'm not smiling around <laughs> and stuff. But in the same sense for me, I mean – like, I hit a home run the other day, we were still losing. So, for yeah. me, it was like, you know, I was excited to hit a home run, but it was more about, like, you know, I was more pumped up about, like, let's keep going, let's, let, you know, let's let's continue to push at the pitcher here. So, uh, I have a lot of fun with my teammates in the dugout, and I, and I think it's funny that people think I'm, like, so serious because I do laugh a lot in the dugout and joke around with Matt and BJ and a bunch of the guys. So, um, I think it's just all time and place. On the field, I'm normally pretty focused, but – um, definitely have, have a chance to have some fun, too. All right, so maybe it's like a walk-off homer for you or something. We'll see the big gr- right, ear-to-ear yeah, grin think, on the I field at that point. I think you'll probably see a smile at that point, yeah. All right, looking forward to it, man. Appreciate it, Brett. Also, congrats on the uh, the Pac-12 All-Century team. Oh, that is, that's pretty nice. Appreciate it, yeah. You get, like, a ring or a plaque or anything yet? Honestly, I'm not sure. Like, I, I just heard about that on Twitter, like, last week, so we're not really sure how that plays out. But Max on it, too, and Casey and yeah. a bunch of guys around the Padres, so. That's awesome. It was a good time, man. Yeah, I saw you when you were in the Cape League. We talked about this before. I was a radio guy for a different team in the league, and even then I knew that's that's a big (laughs) league bat right there. So congrats on on making it and getting that recognition for your time at ASU. All right, Brett, thank you very much, and keep raking, man. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me. That was Brett Wallace on the Cholula Hot Seat. Uncapped real flavor with Cholula Hot Sauce, the hot sauce with the iconic wooden cap, and the official hot sauce of the San Diego Padres. More Padres Social Hour coming your way after this.